But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Oh, welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we kind of figured out what was going on there. Um, but we're back after what? I haven't seen you in over a month. Well, yeah, because pretty much uh, all those Saturdays I've had a lot of baseball. I've had to umpire and announce. And then there was days where you were out with basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, but hey, you know what? That's what happens when uh, you and I are both involved with uh, summer sports. So. Right. So explain, what do you mean doing a lot with baseball? Just real quick. Well, announcing for Blissfield Post 325, which, by the way, I've got one of the new hats on. Oh, the Blissfield Bad Boys? The American Legion Post 325. But you got on the shirt, though, that says Blissfield Baseball. Yeah, this is their new uh, Post 325 shirt. I have one I got last year was white. This one's dark blue. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and we got new we got new hats and jerseys this year too. So this is one of the new hats, the baby blue. Yeah, I see. I see the North Carolina blue kind of hat. It's got yeah. dirt on it though. Really? Yeah, I see it right. It's it's, it's kind of got some dirt right here on the left side. It's kind of dark a little bit over yeah, there. Yeah, I may have to. Who knows? I can wash it. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, this is a new hat. Plus, we also got white hats too. Aren't you and, a white hat on the field? Uh, well, that's what I ref football. That's the only white hat I'm ever going to know because white hats are a pain in the ass to keep clean. Duh. I mean, you and I both know that. Right. If you sweat in the hat, you see the sweat stains. It, it is it is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah, so my the Legion squad's up in Midland at the Gabby Mills tournament. Today? Yeah. Okay. What do you think about it? It's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. It's a, and, and it's also... Bobby Bonilla Day. How many more years does he have of this? Oh, uh, hold on. I actually, I actually shared this on my uh, profile. Well, uh, he is actually getting, being paid one million one hundred. I know it's Monday. Oh, no. One hundred nineteen thousand two hundred forty-eight dollars and twenty cents. But doesn't it expire like in twenty twenty-seven? Twenty thirty-five. Twenty thirty. So whoa. Well, see, well, what I don't get is. Why can't Steve Cohen just cut him a check for the rest of it and say, there you go? That's probably because it's the the original deal, and he probably doesn't want to pay for it. He doesn't want to be on the hook. I'm pretty sure that um, he's not paying for something. I, I I bet you 10 bucks. There's there's something else that's paying for it. But yeah. con- but like I said, congratulations to him as uh, – you know, we give him the, the 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 shout out right here. But it's not just Bobby Bonilla who's getting paid a nice sum of money today. It is also former New York Islanders goaltender Rick DiPietro, who is getting paid one point five million dollars from every July first until twenty twenty eight. So, wow, two guys who played for New York teams are getting paid. You know and they haven't, and they haven't played for them since. I mean, I can't remember the last time Bobby Bonilla played for the Mets. And uh, how long has Bobby Bonilla been out the league? It's almost twenty years, I believe. Uh, I yeah, think I in the think, early two thousands, he was. Yeah, there. I think it was like I want to say two thousand one. I'm not really sure about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Di Pietro, I think has been out of the NHL since 2012, 2013. How long has he been paid to? 
till 2028. Because he, I think he had, if my memory serves me correctly, he originally had a 15-year contract with the Islanders. This was before for the NHL's CBA change where you can only sign a maximum of eight years. He That contract was actually grandfathered in, and then when they allowed compliance, Hines buyouts that weren't going to cost you anything. Thing the Islanders said, "Here you go. Now get the hell out of our sight." Was he a bad player? Uh, he was. He was always injured. Uh, but guess what? <laughs> he still made the money. Mm-hmm. Get your paper. Stack those presidents. Well, speaking of the NHL and all that, as people are making their money, congratulations to Bobby Bonilla and the guy from the NHL. What's his name again? Rick DiPietro. Rick, Rick DiPietro. Yes. Get that money machine going. Get count that cash. Speaking of which, guess what we're going to get into? We haven't done this before in a while. We're going to have to blow the dust off of it. This. time it is when you hear that siren it's time for frame's power play take it away frank so uh, this is gonna be a short while you we were out and then getting into some of the news of the day first off congratulations to the vegas golden knights for winning the stanley cup in their sixth season of existence then they get to the stanley cup the first season, yes, but and then lost. They, they lost the Capitals. Mm-hmm. They defeated the Florida Panthers. Harris in five games. In the Harris got it done. Uh, Con Smythe winner was uh, Jonathan Marshish, though. Oh, I think I said that correctly. Mm-hmm. So that, so congratulations to the Knights. They got the job done. Now we'll kind of jump ahead to the NHL draft, and to no one's surprise. Derek, your Blackhawks drafted Connor Bedard, consensus number one player. There, he's going to sell tickets. He's going to put butts in the seats. And of course, the Blackhawks have been trying to tear it down, rebuild. Yeah. So now this is going to be a fresh, a fresh start for them. Weeks about signings and trades and all this stuff, but I'm going to get into all that stuff as much as I can. Who is Kevin Weeks? Is he like your version of Woj? Uh, Kevin Weeks bombs. Uh, Kevin Weeks, I would say somewhat. I mean, it's either him or Elliot Friedman. And Friedman and Canada, Weeks in the United States also. Weeks is one of the best hockey personalities. He actually was a goaltender in the NHL, played for the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay, keep going. So, that's uh, as for the draft, I mean, here, I don't want to get too much off subject here, but, I mean, I figured that the Red Wings would at least try and Make some big trades, especially get, since they had a war chest of capital. Steve Eisman didn't do that, and apparently there are two sides of fan base. The fan base is basically into two parts. One is the, what are you doing? You had assets, you got cap room, you got all this stuff. Huff. And then there's the others that's like, like, oh, trust the Eisman plan. Me, I'm honestly kind of down the middle. There's a part of me that says, yeah, you probably could have made a move, get the team better. There was some trade targets out there, most notably Alex Dabrinkit, former 40-goal scorer, apparently doesn't want to stay in Ottawa, refuses to sign there. That whole situation there is a mess. I mean, you had the had a chance to do that. I mean, obviously something could still happen either today or in the next few days. Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens there. 
here and the others are saying oh everything's gonna be so great steve's here we need to realize that this is year five mm -hmm. and this team still i mean look i will admit i've said yes progress was made last year i'm happy with that but i'm not satisfied I think it, I think for us Red Wings fans, it is okay to say, you know what, I'm happy with the way things have gone mm -hmm. because Steve had to come in and clean up the mess of Ken Holland, get some bad contracts out, get some restock the farm system. You can you can be happy with that, but should you be satisfied? Hell no! Don't oh don't be sad. Like, oh well, well we were in the playoffs for 18 hours and then mm -hmm. got knocked out. Well. And I've said this has got to be a big off season. We'll see what happens. I mean, there's been a, I mean, draft wise, first pick that they got at nine, Nate Danielson, a center from the Brandon Wheat Kings. Actually, Connor Bedard was quoted as saying, "That's the toughest guy I've ever played against, the toughest center I've ever gone against." So, I mean, mm -hmm. if he's getting praise from the number one draft pick, that's definitely something. And then there was a defenseman from Sweden they took in the second round at. I know his first name is Axel. I forget his last names, but mm -hmm. he's. They have a thing with getting a lot of Swedes. I mean, one of the greatest defensemen in franchise history was a Swedish board player, Nick Lidstrom, who all he did was win four Stanley Cups and seven Norris trophies as the league's best defenseman. So we'll see what happens there. there but they also did draft someone who will be playing in green and white. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a. Hang on, I got okay. I'm sorry, I've had a, such a long week. A lot of names. I know it's, it's, first yeah, it's overwhel overwhelming, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, first name is Trey. He's gonna be played for Michigan State mm -hmm. eight in the fall. Oh, and he's gonna be wearing the winged wheel. So, mm -hmm. got him as well. That's do you think the Red Wings are going in the right direction? I know you had been you know this the Iser plan. So, how far is the Iser plan going so far? I mean, look, I've it, ha it has been going in the right direction, but I think this is the time where it's really got to pick up a lot of steam and and really get into high gear. Mm -hmm. You're a lot, a lot of a lot of saying, you know what? This is it's the time to start getting into the playoffs. I mean, look, I know people say, well, what good's it gonna do to get swept in round one? You know what? Get these get these younger guys, the most siders, the Lucas Raymonds. Get them some playoff experience. I mean, look. You, Derek, you and I have said on this on these airwaves that sometimes you have to take an ass whooping or two mm -hmm. who and learn from it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's at the point where you're getting in, getting some postseason hockey. I mean, yeah, you might get thrown into a garbage can, but you know you'll <laughs> actually get to learn. Say, hey, you know what? We got our taste of it. Now we got to know that what we got to do to be better. But then again, you might also oh surprise somebody and win as. Signed the Florida Panthers, mm -hmm. who ended up uh, knocking out the Boston Bruins in the first round, who were the President's Trophy winner. But we'll we'll see what happens. But meanwhile, kind of to the other matters at hand of the day, a few trades that have gone down um, since the uh, end of the since the end of the season, and as well as draft night. Mm -hmm. I'll try and uh, hit on a couple of them. Um, there was a there was a big three way trade that went down between the Blue Jackets, Flyers, and Los Angeles Kings, where the Jackets get Ivan Provorov from the Flyers. There's 
Kings get a couple of play. Full of depth, guys. Guys, the Flyers get at their bat. The Kings back of goaltender Cal Peterson. And there were some draft picks exchanged as well. The Jackets also got Damon Severson, a defenseman from the Devils, for a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Severson ended up signing an eight-year contract extension. And there will be more news on the Blue Jackets momentarily. Colorado Avalanche sent Alex Galchenyuk to the Nashville Predators. Here's for Ryan Johansson. Then King sent defenseman Sean Dursey to the Arizona Coyotes. And your Blackhawks did, made a couple of deals, too. They got Taylor Hall and Nick Felino from the Boston Bruins for pins and what was pretty much a salary dump. Mm-hmm. All the, although we'll see what happens. See what happens there. Felino, I know, was signed to a one-year contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Louis Blues get Kevin Hayes from the Flyers for a sixth-round pick. The Flyers are retaining 50% of the salary. They, here was a big one. Pierre-Luc Dubois goes from New the Winnipeg Jets to the LA Kings for Alex Ifello, Rasmus Kupari, Gabe Velarde, and a second-round pick. So, big deal there. Another one, Tyler Toffoli goes for the Calgary Flames to the New Jersey Devils for Igor Sharangovich. Yeah, usually you're good with the names, I know, though. Something, yeah, I well, the thing is, there was a lot of times where I could go ahead and research this, but I've been just mm-hmm. so... Gosh darn busy. Colorado gets Ross Colton from the Tampa Bay Lightning for a draft pick. Riley Smith, who was one of the original Golden Knights misfit players that they had, he gets sent to David's Pittsburgh Penguins for a third-round pick in 2024. Another deal your Blackhawks made. They got Josh Bailey from the Islanders and a second-round pick in 2026. For future considerations, mm-hmm. that was really a sa- I think that's a salary dump by the Islanders because I did hear that Bailey was bought out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of another salary dump, this is one that I first thought, okay, this is just Steve Eiserman taking out Ken Holland's recycling, mm-hmm. where they got <laughs> Kyler Yamamoto and Clem Costin from the Oilers for future considerations, which sounds like a salary dump. Yamamoto was bought out, mm-hmm. and he had a three point. He had three point one million dollars remaining on his contract, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, okay, so that's two thirds of his salary. Well, since he's under twenty five, it's only one third, so it's basically about half a million dollars a cap hit. Damn. Hit, but of course the wings are eight million below the cap floor. So, right, and of course Costin. Was a pending restricted free agent. They didn't tender him a qualifying offer, so I'm thinking, oh, great. Now they're going to let him walk. Well, then I get the news this morning that he gets signed for two years, $2 million annual average, bottom six guys, got some size, mm-hmm. which they kind of need. They need a little bit of, which, so I'll say, you know what, decent signing. And your Blackhawks also got a former Hart Trophy winner as well as a former a former 50-goal scorer and cup winner, Corey Perry from the Lightning for a seventh-round pick, even though Perry's on the backside of his career. He's 38 years old. Mm-hmm. At least ha- you're at least going to have an adult in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just pretty much a lot of pick swaps and a trade that did break right around the time we mm-hmm. we were going on the air. 
Here, uh, Joel Edmondson traded from the Montreal Canadiens to the Washington Capitals for a 2024 third rounder and a 2024 seventh rounder. Let's see if any more, no, no more trades have broke. So now we'll get to the signings that have happened. And then there has been quite a few of them. As I mentioned, Corey Perry, he was ended up he was an unrestricted free agent. He'll be in Chicago for mm-hmm. one year, four million dollars. So I think the I think the Blackhawks may have needed to get to the cap floor as well. So that's probably why. And who knows? Maybe there's probably some bonuses in there. Aaron fallouts if they they really struggle, then he's probably gonna get flipped at the trade deadline. And so I'd say good job by Kyle Davidson. And getting the adults in the room. Um, and let's see. Aiden Hill, goaltender from the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Backstopped on a Stanley Cup. He's going to stay in Vegas for another two years. $9.8 million in salary. Hey, would have been crazy to let him go. I mentioned Clem Costin, two years, $4 million. Mm-hmm. Wings also re-signed defenseman Gustav Lindstrom, depth defenseman, one year, $950,000. This might be a prove-it-or-get-out deal because he's he's been decent. I mean, when they drafted him back in 2017 where he was not even in the top 200 players, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is horrible. But, I mean, the guys put the work in, and so we'll see what happens there. A couple other signings, the Carolina Hurricanes – they re-signed Jesper Foss, two years, $4.8 million. Mm-hmm. Also re-signed goaltender Antti Ranta for one year, $1.5 million. David's Penguins, they bring in left winger Matt Nieto, two years, $1.8 million. Depth forward. Third, a few other names to note. Luke Shen, he's now a Nashville Predator for three years, $8.25 million. Ryan Reeves going to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Kind of more of a depth forward, but definitely a tough guy. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk has been around the NHL. He's going to go to Boston. One year, $1 million. I think he wants a chance of getting a recovering. Blake Wheeler, who was bought out by the Winnipeg Jets. I almost thought he would possibly go back to Boston where mm-hmm. he began his career, mm-hmm. but he's going to the blue shirts. The New York Rangers signed him for one year, $800,000. He's 36 years old, but again, he's he's another guy who probably wants to one last shot at a championship. Those are the signings so far, and also some couple of winners and losers of the NHL draft from uh, – Greg Wyshynski of ESPN.com. Um, Kyle Davidson, Blackhawks GM, obviously mm-hmm. got uh, Bedard in there. there. But he also acquired Oliver Moore in the draft, too, who was a decent center, who was projected to go top 10. I mentioned Taylor Hall, Nick Felino, Corey Perry, who he acquired. Loser, the Boston Bruins. Because they dealt their first round pick to the Capitals for moves for Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have a pick until 92 where they supposedly reached for this guy named Christopher Pelosi. He, and of course he was and they're saying that hopefully this is a case where they draft Trent Frederick over Alex to it. Mm-hmm. Colorado Avalanche a winner. 
Or they sent Alex Newhook to the Canadians, got a second round pick. And they also. And then I mentioned Riley Smith, who wins the cup and then gets told, oh, by the way, we're trading you. Who? And let's see. The U.S. National Development Team program had 13 players get selected in a single draft class. One of them was Will Smith goes to the San Jose Sharks Mm -hmm. at four. And yes, all the Fresh Prince from San Jose memes came out promptly. (laughs) He tried to sing the Fresh Prince theme when he was being interviewed by Emily Kaplan. But my biggest, I mean, he knew the words, so I'll credit him for that. But why not sing it with some feeling? He just stood there like, in West Philadelphia, born and raised, blah, blah, Well, blah. he probably doesn't get into it, you know. Well, yeah, get, I mean, dude, you got to at least get at least get into it. Look like you're having fun doing it. Come on, well, you share it. Maybe that's not his personality. Well, I mean, hey, you share, you share the name with, uh, you share the name with the guy who played the Fresh Prince, so mm-hmm. at least show, show a little feeling. Yeah, keep going. Dang, but I digress. Few other national development team players that went in the first round: Ryan Leonard to the Capitals, Oliver Moore to the Blackhawks, Gabe Perot to the New York Rangers. Unfortunately, there were no trades that went down. Uh, first time since 2007, no trades were completed during the first round of the draft. There was some action on day two, but not much really happened. And so we'll see what happens. And, of course, also, how about Adam Fantilli, University of Michigan player, gets drafted by the Columbus Blue Jackets. And this is the second draft in, I believe, now three years that the Blue Jackets have taken a University of Michigan player with their first pick. They took Kent Johnson, so add in Zach Wierenski and a couple other guys. There's a lot of guys who wore maize and blue down in Columbus, Ohio, as ironic as I find that. So, <laughs> oh. Blue Jackets fans who also happen to be Ohio State fans, please be nice to those guys. They're helping the team win. It shouldn't matter where they played their college hockey at, do you? So, well, that should pretty much do it for my power play. Hey, as I mentioned, oh, and also one other piece of news here. Here, the Blue Jackets have a new head coach, and that happens to be Mike Babcock. Former Detroit Red Wings coach, then goes to Toronto. They fired him, mostly because he wasn't meshing well with the team. So, we'll see. He's been out of the job for four years. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Columbus decided to hire him, but they had to wait to make it official because the Leafs still owed him money on a $50 million eight-year deal that he signed back in 2015. Interesting there. So he'll be in he'll be in Columbus and of course he'll be making a trip to LCA at least once this year. Here it'll be more persuasive. You name it. Here, so there's that. that. As I've got my Twitter notifications turned on for all the breaking news from Elliot Friedman and, and others. So also, another signing that just went down, Jonathan Quick signs a deal with the New York Rangers. One year, $825,000. He's probably going to be the backup goaltender to Igor Shesterkin. Hmm. It kind of makes sense because he's a Connecticut native. 
Evan, oddly enough, he was the goaltender for the LA Kings when they beat the Rangers in 2014. So, right, but that, like I said, a great power play. You haven't you haven't done the power play in about months. What's, what was going on with that? Well, just being away with baseball, having a lot. No, of no, no, on. no. Even during the season, you weren't doing it. I don't think you haven't done the power play since February. Well, it was. I mean, news was a little bit slow. I mean, I know I did one post trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I don't know, there really wasn't a lot. Is because the, the the Red Wings weren't relevant? Because when the Red Wings were relevant, you were doing a weekly power play. Well, I mean, I did. I, as I said, they were. There was a time where they actually were in the graphic for the playoffs, and that were would have been in if the season would end at that point. Unfortunately, they didn't. But as I said, progress was made this year. Progress will continue to be made, but it's got to be made in a big way. Like what? What is a big way? I'm ex- I'm saying you got to. This has got to be the year you get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. By fifth year of a rebuild, build, but you also got to get some talent in there. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Steve to make some moves in free agency. He's got, as I mentioned, he's still below the cap floor. He's got plenty of cap space. I'm not saying you got to go completely crazy and hand out how how con- big time contracts to everybody you sign or trade all your assets away for Austin Matthews. Just show, just so show a sense of urgency. Say, you know what? Uh, I know he's, you've come on and said, yeah, we're not close to being a contender. Well, look, I'm not expecting you to contend for a cup, but I'm expecting you to at least show progress. You're getting, you're ready to get back into the playoff picture. Say, Hey, we're taking steps forward. We're getting there. That's all. That's all I want. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, it's def- it's I mean, it's not definitely I'd say probably in Detroit right now I think more people are mad at Troy Weaver than Steve Eisman, but we'll get to that when we talk NBA. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, good job, Frank, with the the power play. You always can listen to the power play on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Uh, coming up next, talk about the ESPN layoff. Any thoughts about that? I mean, a couple of them were a little bit surprising. Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, Frank, tease here. Yeah, Yeah, you love to just go to the subjects. We're going to take a quick commercial break. That was probably the biggest one for me. And you you just keep, you got your, if you could see us in the studio, you got Frank with the computer and his phone. Like, you're just trying to get, trying to be on top of everything, huh? Yeah. Mm, Okay. Listen to 88.3 WGTs after further review and return. Talk about the, the media business. And these layoffs, and get get Frank's thoughts on the on the layoff. We'll be back after this.